Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Sadivov, which is on page 256. That a person should remove anything that will bother him during his Shimon Esrei in order that he should have the proper kavana. So the Mechaber says in Sif Aluk, when a person is davening, lo yechos biyodo tefillin, he should not be holding in his hand tefillin, velo sefer mikisve hakodesh, he should not be holding any kind of sefer or megillah or sefer Torah, velo kaora maleya, and not a plate that is full, velo sakin, not a knife, umaos or money, vikikar or loaf of bread. Because all these things, his heart is going to be upon them that they shouldn't fall. And he'll be bothered by it and it will interrupt his kavanah. However, a lulav on sukkis, you are allowed to hold in your hand during davening. Since just the holding of the lulav itself, the lulav and esrik itself, is a mitzvah, he will not be bothered in his tefillah because of the mitzvah that he is holding. So the Mishabura says in Sefkatan Aleph, Kishu Mispal, when a person is davening, The Primagadim says the same din of holding things applies as well as in Kriyashma and in Pesukit Azimra. Sifkaton Beis in Mishabura says, you should not hold these items. But B'dyevet, if you held these items, you do not have to go back and daven again. Unless you realize that through your holding these items, it ruined your kavana in the first bracha, which is Ma'akev in Shemona Esrei, then you would have to go back. Now in the Sharetzion and Os Beis, he writes that this is from the Taz, and then the Chavetz Chaim adds on, V'nirli de'bezeh yachsor af bezmanenu she'im lo yochazem yechaven. It appears to me, says the Chavetz Chaim, that in this case, when you're holding something, and you realize that because you were holding it, you didn't have kavana in Avos, that even nowadays you would go back if you did not have kavana because of the holding. And the pshat is, that even though we're going to see later the Ramah holds, that nowadays if we don't have kavana for the first bracha, which really is ma'ake, we say don't go back because you probably want to kavana the second time either. But over here, since your lack of kavana in the bracha of Avos was attributed to the fact that you were holding something, so then we have reason to believe if you do go back, that you will have kavana. And therefore, since in this case you realize that because you were holding it, you do not have kavana in Avos, you would go back even bizman hazeh. The Mishabura continues and says, Umutar Hashatz Lahaksik Asepetora Biyodo Bishabish Kishomer Yakumpurkan. The Shlatsibur is allowed to hold the Sepetora in his hands on Shabbos when he says the Tfilo of Yakumpurkan, which is not our minog nowadays to hold it. The Kavan Shekavanoso Ozli Hispalo Alom de Torah. Since in the Tfilo of Yakumpurkan, the Kavana is to daven for those who are learning Torah. And that's the reason why you're holding on to the Sefer Torah, because you're davening for those who learn Torah. You're not holding it because of Shmira. And the Therefore, holding the Sefer Torah during your Kumpurkan is like holding a Lulav during Sukkis. And it's Mutter. And so too, you're allowed to hold the Sefer Torah when you are benching Rosh Kodesh. So let's look at a couple of interesting notes over here. We'll first look at note number three, 
We'll start on the third line of note number three, which connects the Purim as we're approaching Purim. Purim kasa When it comes to Purim, the Biralacha says later on, It is appropriate in Shacharis to return the Sefer Torah back to the Aram before you read the Megillah. Mishum shash. Because there there's a concern, Sha'ochso, the one who's holding the Sefer Torah, Yitain Libo al Sefer Torah, he'll be focused too much on the Sefer Torah, Velo Yechavin Lishmol has Kriyas and Megillah, and he won't have Kavanah to hear the Megillah properly. And therefore, even though we see over here some Hetairim holding a Sefer Torah, doing a Kompurkon, during benching of Rosh Chodesh, however, the Be'alacha tells us in the Purim that one should not hold it during the Megillah, because there he has to have special Kavanah for Megillah's Esther. In the notes writer, in note number five, actually we'll see num- note number four first. In note number four, is going on that which the Mishaburah said that to hold it during your Kumpurkan, since you're davening for the Lom De Torah, it's okay, it's like a Lulav. And the Ritva explains why holding a Lulav during Shmon Esri on Sukkot is okay. Ubir haritva besukkah mem aleph amabez. Shekevan shemitzvah lulav chaviva alav. Since the mitzvah of lulav is very dear to him. Afal pisha mefana libo aleaktas. Even though you're turning your attention to the lulav a little bit. Mikomokom eno mefana libo levatala. Still you're not turning your heart to wasteful thoughts. Ki itachin shechibuv mitzvah zu. Because it's likely that through your, the endearment of this mitzvah of lulav. Yaski renu lechavin yosef etfilah. The Ritva says that somehow through the Chibov and the Mitzvah of Lulav, that will remind you to the Machavin more in your Tefillah. And therefore, the Mitzvah of Lulav and on Sukkot is not considered a distraction to the Kavanah that you're supposed to be having during davening. In note number five, he says, Ubizmaneinu nowadays, talking about the Mitzvah of uh, Lulav and Esrog, and how we're saying that you could hold the Lulav and Esrog during Shemun Esrog on Sukkot, nowadays the Mishabur tells us later on, One who is actually holding a Lulav and Esrog during Shemun Esrog nowadays, that would be considered Gaiva. Unless he's known as a big tzaddik, that's you're showing that you could have Kavanah in your Tefillah while you're holding the Mitzvah and it's so Chavav to you, that would be considered Gaiva and it would be inappropriate unless you're someone on a very high Madrega. And note number six is going on that which Mishnaburah said that you could also hold the Sefer Torah while you're benching Rosh Chodesh. So he says, The reason why that's okay is, Through holding the Sefer Torah, Then your, your requests and your, and your brachos will be accepted more, and therefore it's okay when you're making these requests and you're benching Rosh Chodesh to be holding the Sefer Torah. Says the Mishnaburah writer in Sif Gimel, in the first wide line on 256, Velo Sefer, when a person is davening Shmon Esrei, he should not be holding Tefillin and not a Sefer. Vehu Adin kol Sfarim Shalonu. Besides the Sfarim that the Mechaber is referring to, which is Sifrei Torah, Sifrei Tanakh, that are, that are in a scroll, also the Sfarim that we have that are, that are Sfarim, also that are books, should not be held during Shmon Esrei. In addition, we said you should not hold a plate that is full, Sifkat and Dalid, Ka'ara Malaya, Shalibo Alea, Shalo Yishafech Mimena. Because your heart is concerned if you're holding a plate with stuff on it that it shouldn't spill and everything will fall off the plate. Ubisakin, and when it comes to a knife, the reason is you're concerned, Shalo Yipo Laretz Vitaka Biraglo. If you're holding a knife, you're afraid the knife might fall and stab you in the foot, and therefore you can't focus on your tefillah. Ubimaos, and the concern of carry, holding money when you're davening is, Shiloh the money shouldn't get, uh, scattered. The Afimheim Tsurim, and even if you're holding the money and it's, it's wrapped together, Tarit Shemayodu, you're still worried that maybe you'll lose it. 
Unless you're holding on to the money in a way that you're not concerned it will get lost, like it's in your wallet, in your back pocket, so your mind doesn't have to be on it during Shmonesri, then it would be okay, Lechora. But holding it in your hand, and there's a, more of a concern, that would be forbidden. One should also not have a baby in front of him when he's davening, because again, obviously his mind's going to be on the baby, and he's not going to be focused on his tefillah. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sivkatan Hay. Sivkatan Hay is going on that which we gave a list of things you shouldn't be holding during davening, and one was Ma'os, and one was a loaf of bread. Says the Mishabura Vidafka Hani. Dafka, these things that are listed in the Machaber are also to hold during davening. Shim Yiplu All the things listed, if they fall, there's a concern they'll get ruined, they'll get lost, or that it could possibly damage you. Therefore, there's a specific reason why you shouldn't hold it. Because you're worried about a specific thing of losing it or getting hurt. But other things that you're not worried it's going to hurt you, you're not worried about losing it, then you would be allowed to hold it. However, some say, no, this list the Machaber gives is not an exhaustive list. It's not a full list. It's Labdafka. It's just giving us the most common scenarios of what you would have there to hold. But you should absolutely not be holding anything while you are davening. This is just a list that applies to everything. The list is Ladavka, the Khin Hiskimataz, and that's what the Taz agrees to, that you should not be holding anything during davening. I see it's not over here. I don't see it over here, but I know that's also to hold a child while davening. Yeah, I assume that's yeah, so if he's saying you shouldn't even have the child in front of you, so certainly you shouldn't be holding the child. So you're still asking a good question. If you're alone with a baby and the Mishnah said you shouldn't have the baby in front of you, certainly you shouldn't be holding the baby, but if that's the only option and you'd have more kavana holding the baby than having the baby on the floor crying and bending down and putting the pacifier and could be a it would be better in that case to hold the baby. Whatever, like you're saying, you know, these are not ideal situations, but you have to do, do the best that you can where you feel your kavana would be the best. Says the Mishnah Buravaitis, the Katan Vav, that's going on which the Machaber said, <coughs> the reason you shouldn't hold all these things is because your heart will be on them that you shouldn't fall. It needs investigation if it would be allowed to hold tefillin or a sevator in your hands. In the case where you're worried your tefillin's down there, you're in a bus station somewhere in the Manhattan, and you're worried that someone might walk away with your tefillin, so it needs Ian if you could hold your tefillin in that case, because you're doing it to prevent them from getting stolen. It could be in that case, it will be mutter. Could you tap into what Yitzhak just said? If you're if you're going to be looking the whole time at your tefillin that's going to be in front of you, you'll have much more kavod if you're holding it. Could be that's the svara what the primagodim says that it's efshir the hitirulo. Sifkatan Zayin goes now which the mechaber says that the lulav on sukkis it's muter to hold because that is a mitzvah and it won't be distracting. The mishabura says in Sifkatan Zayin nafal sefer al haaretz ve'eno yachal achavin. Very interesting halacha. You're in the middle of Shmon Esrei and all of a sudden you see a sefer falls to the ground. And it's really bothering you. You cannot kavano mutter lahagbio. You're allowed to pick it up in the middle of Shmon Esrei. Kishe yisayim habracha shu omidba. When you finish the bracha that you're in the middle of, finish the bracha and pick up the sefer if it is distracting you from your kavana, just bothering you. You can't focus on your Shmon Esrei because the sefer is on the floor. Finish your bracha, pick up the sefer. 
If you're allowed to walk to pick up the safer, that's discussed in note number nine. Possibly you can even walk. In note number one, he writes, the imtsarach lakores raglavlitsarach zef. You need to uproot your feet and to walk for that need to get the safer. So his We're going to see later on when there is something that is distracting you from your kavano. You are allowed to leave from your place. But it could be that if it's mamish distracting you from your kavano because you see the safer seven feet away, it could be possibly that you could uproot your feet, walk there, and pick up the safer. But the mishabru says vaiter But if not so, meaning if it is not distracting you. You're not bothered by it being on the floor. You just see it there. Lo yafsik. Don't interrupt Yishmon Esrei and leave the safer on the floor. The kol shekain she'ein likrotz be'etzva v'kayotze b'shas tefila. And certainly one should not be snapping with his fingers and similar things, motioning to people while he is in the middle of davening. In hischil lehispalo Shmona Esrei v'nisbalbel. A person started davening Shmona Esrei and he got confused. Mutter lelech lomakom hayaduolo likach misham sidder. You can walk to a place where you know there will be a sitter to get a sitter. So you're in the middle of Shmon Esrei, you came in a little late, you went right to your place, you started davening by heart, and you're getting confused during the davening, you're allowed to walk to the shelf and get a sitter. So there's a few interesting notes over here. We'll begin with note number 10. Note number 10, he writes, again, no get the Purim which is coming up. Vim eno nizkar es nusach alhanisim. Baal peh. You started davening Shmon Esrei by heart, not realizing it was Hanukkah or Purim, and they realized, oh my gosh, I have to see Alanisim. So Rechaim Kinevsky says, It's very likely that even for Alanisim, you'd be able to walk in the middle of Shmon Esrei to the, to the shelf to get a sitter. Even though Alanisim is not Makiv, if you skip it all together, you're okay with Shmon Esrei. Rechaim Kinevsky says, it's very likely that it would be okay to walk to the shelf to get a sitter to make sure that you say Alanisim properly. In note number 11, he writes, that that which we said you could uproot your feet to go to the shelf to get a sitter, however, sometimes the guy next to you just finished one estray. You came in a little late, you can just motion them to pass you the sitter, or someone who's not in the middle of to get you a sitter. If you're able to do that, it's better to motion to someone else. Better if you can get someone else to go to the shelf for you, that's better than walking in the middle of one estray. That if a child is ruining your davening, is interrupting your davening, it's better to be marames, to hint to him, to be quiet, than to walk away from your place in the Lushman Esrei. But if it doesn't help to, to hint to him, to be marames to him, then you're allowed to walk away. So here also, ideally you should be marames to someone to bring you a sitter. If that's not possible, then of course you could do like the Mishabura says, and go get a sitter yourself. And look at note number 13, another very important note. Let's say it's right after uh, Sukkot and you forgot Mashiv HaRuach. And you realize it four brachos later and you forgot Halacha. Do I go back? Do I not go back? What do I do? You forgot Halacha. So, for example, you forgot to mention something. You forgot Mashiv HaRuach. You forgot Yalav Yavu. You don't know the Halacha if you have to go back or not. So the Mishabura says later on, You can walk to the Svarim shelf in Milosh Moneshrei, look up the Halacha, and that's okay. Let's say you're not so learned, you can't find it in English, and you're not able to look up the Halacha. You can ask someone in the middle of Moneshrei, I forgot Mashi Faruach, what should I do? You're allowed to do that.
And even if this pause to go look it up in the Sefer, to go ask the Shiloh, takes you the amount of time that you could have said the entire Shemun Esrei, which we've said at times that if you pause the amount of time that they say Shemun Esrei, you go back to the beginning. But in this case, Rabbi Yosha says... You'll only go back to the place where you stop. And the reason for that is, I assume, is because when we learned that you go back to the beginning, when you, when you pause in the middle, the amount of time it takes to say the whole thing, that's only if you pause because of an ones. Like there's uh, something dirty that you can't daven, or you have something on your goof that's not clean that you can't daven, if it's because of an ones. But here it's not because of an ones. Here it's not because of an ones. It's not that you, you don't have to stop. You know, you're just... You're just not clear on something, but you don't, you're not, there's no ones that's causing you to stop in the middle. I guess it's not so pasha, because maybe this is an ones, you don't know if you should go right, you don't know what you should do. So it could be, I guess that's the clear, but of Yosha Paskins, that in this case, usually when we talk about the ones, it's an ones machmas tinuf, machmas, something that's smelly that you can't dive in, or, or you're dirty you can't dive in. That's usually where we find that if you pause the amount of time it takes to say El you go back to the beginning. This case, I guess that's why it's even a Shiloh, because it is an Ones, because you're not sure it might be Brachla Vatala, but the Meister of Yosha Paskins, that you go back just to the place where you left off. Yes, Alex? If you, if you don't know, if you have a, if you don't know what, uh, how, how the Shmonaiser goes, because of, uh, whatever, you call it Dal, you know, but you have Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is an Ones. It's an Ones, but it's a different type of Ones that we normally find. Normally, the Mishabura said it's an Ones because the place is dirty or you're dirty. This is an Ones, but it's a different type of Ones, so that's why the halacha will be different. Let's go right to halacha beis. We're on 256, halacha beis. Mutter lechos machzor tfilos biyodo bishosh mispalil. You are allowed to hold a machzor of tfilos, otherwise known as a sitter, in your hands while you are davening. Even though it's if Aleph, we mentioned all the things you shouldn't be holding. And Sifbeis, we say you can hold a sitter for obvious reasons. Since you're holding it for the needs of the tefillah itself, it's not a distraction to you. The whole point of not holding a knife or not holding money is because you're afraid it's going to get lost, you're afraid it's going to hurt you, and therefore it would be a distraction. But holding a sitter during Shmon Esrei is fakir that helps you Shmon Esrei, and therefore it's mutter. It will be similar to a lulav that because it's a mitzvah doesn't distract you. Now it's a little bit of a funny comparison. Machaber is saying that you can hold a sitter during Shmon Esrei because since it's a tzarech it's okay, just like a lulav is okay. Now lulav is not so posh. We just saw the ritzvah gives a funny hezber, a nice hezber, but it's a little mechudishtik, the ritzvah's hezber. It's funny the machaber says, do me the lulav. It's very different reasons. The machaber says the reason for the sitter is because you're doing it for the need of the tefillah. The ritzvah, just to remind you, we know them before, the ritzvah said the reason why you could hold your lulav and esrog, again, not nowadays, nowadays it will be gaiva, unless you're known as a big tzaddik, but in the olden days, Medina the Gemara, you're allowed to hold your lulav and esrog, do Why? The ritzvah says the following in sukkah. Since the mitzvah of lulav is very dear upon you, even though you're distracted from your davening a little bit towards the lulav, it's not really a distraction, it could be the... The dearness of this mitzvah of lulav, yaski renu l'chavin yoseh b'tfilah. Your connection, your love for the mitzvah of lulav might help you even have kavana by your davening. So I, I hear that pshat, but it's not like a sitter. A sitter helps you davening. This we're trying to explain why it's not a distraction, because it could possibly help. It's just funny, the Mechaber says in Sebeis, that you're allowed to hold a sitter, dumya that you're allowed to hold a lulav and esrog. They seem to be very different reasons why they're both okay. Zakhtar Ramah, However, if you started davening without a sitter, so we just discussed in the Mishabur that if you get 
if you get the confused during davening, you forget a halacha, you are allowed to walk to get a sitter or even to ask a shaila. But here, the Ramos talking about just time. If you start Shmonesi without a sitter, and I guess you're not confused, you just want to then get a sitter, he writes, Lo yachsir achero Then you shouldn't walk in the middle of Shmonesi to get a sitter. If you're not confused, if you just started without a sitter, you should continue without the sitter. Unless you know for a fact it's in a designated place. Like you shouldn't start going searching for a sitter, but if you know where it is, which usually in the shul we know where it is, you could go and get a sitter if you choose. If you know where the sitter is, it's in a designated place, then you can go during Shemun Esrei to get a sitter to continue Shemun Esrei. Says the Mishaburah, If you start Shemun Esrei, this is going in the Ramah, if you start Shemun Esrei without a sitter, you shouldn't go after the sitter afterwards. Because it's going to distract you going and looking for a sitter. Unless you're distracted already, then it would help you. But if you're not distracted, so why going to get a sitter? That's going to ruin your, your, your concentration. Because of hataz, the same did apply that you should be careful one who's doubting from a sitter. That he should mark down beforehand all the places that he needs to daven from during that tefillah. And he shouldn't be searching for them during the Shmonestre. I picture, you know those Sidurim, the half of the little kids sometimes? And you look up Mincha, and it says, look at Ashrei on page 12, and look for Shmonestre. There's no Mincha, three lines. Ashrei page 12, and Shmonestre page 44. So, if you have a Sidur like that, where it's spread out, so you want to organize where everything is. Most of our Sidurim nowadays have, you know, go to art school Sidur, so everything's there. But if you'd have to look up Yalviyav on a different page, you should mark off or have some kind of uh, place mark that you can get there earlier, so it shouldn't be a distraction. That's what he's saying. You shouldn't be searching around for where Yalav Yavu is in the middle of your Shemonestri. That would cause a pause in Shemonestri. You won't be having good Kavanah. The Rebbe Yosef says this is the minog of many Anche Maisa kisherotzen lomar tefila mechudeshes. When they have to say a mechudesh tikat tefila kigon aneinu o kigon v'todienu kishachal yontov b'motzei Shabbos. He's giving two examples. Again, we have it in our sitter, so it's not really a distraction. But if people have to say aneinu, so they make sure they take a marker where the aneinu is going to be. So in the middle of Shmonesrei, they can quickly flip there and they don't have to be distracted and pause in the middle of the Shmonesrei. Sitter has the same gen as a smartphone. Maybe. <laughs> if you're allowed to bring them into shul. tests. The Hispalo Misocho. So we said, then if you know where the sitter is in a designated place, then you can go it during Shmon Esrei in order to go get it to daven from it. Venimsa Ba'achronim, it appears in the Achronim, Sha'af Bechazar Sashat, that even during the repetition of Shmon Esrei, Nachonu Sheyia Sidr Pasuach Lefanov. It is appropriate to have the sitter open in front of you. Leos Oznov Pekuchos Amash Omra Shatz. The sitter should be in front of you so your ears should be open to what the chazan is saying. Obviously, so you should also look inside. The sitter should be open, look inside with your eyes, listen with your ears so you can follow Chazar Sashatz. That's the end of Simon Tzadi Vav and now we'll begin Simon Tzadi Zayin. Says... What? Oh, so that's a very, um, very important point. That's, that's note number 12. I didn't go into it. But Shalim is asking a question. Let's say you do go get a sitter. Should you go back to your original place or not? I skipped it for a reason but let's look at note number 12 which addresses Shalim's question. Um, 
So we read on number 12 the whole thing. It says, It's very mashma from the Ramah that you can only go get the sitter when the sitter is in its designated place. So you have to figure out, what's, let's say the sitter's not there. So then what? You don't know the Shemot by heart. So then what's, so you should also go look for a sitter. Because otherwise it's a So Rechai Kinyaski Taka says that if you can't find the sitter, so go look for a sitter. That's pretty obvious because if you can't daven, you can't daven. So we can't say don't move. So just stay there. What's that going to what's that gonna accomplish? But the next part of the notice, Shlomi's question: After you go get the sitter because you got distracted in Yishmon Esrei, do you go back to your original place? Do you stay over there? So Rechaim Kiyaski writes: If it won't be distracting to you, stay by the bookcase and dive in there. Unless it will throw you up by being in a different place, then you can go back. But ideally, you should stay over there. However, he brings down, look what we learned earlier, and I looked this up before because I, I remember what we learned earlier. What we learned earlier is that if you have to interrupt your essay to go out to the bathroom and come back, we had a note that's brought later on that if a person has to pass gas, you move back four amos, and then when you when the smell goes away, you move back up four amos, and we said, when you go out to the bathroom and you have to come back, you should go to the same place, and the reason is because you brought the Shekhinah to that place, it's not so nice for the Shekhinah to disappear to a different place. So it seems to be conflicting views unless you can mechalek somehow when a person switches his location because of the bathroom or or because of a bad smell versus when he's looking for a sitter. I don't know what the chilek would be, but we have these conflicting here, things here. of Chayek Kineski says, you shouldn't go back to your place. Stay where you are. And there we said, Badafka, you should go back to your place. We had conflicting svaras. So that was that's why I didn't go into it. But once uh, time, yes, we'll bring up the different ideas. You can be ma'ayin. If anyone has a mahalach to answer why one case would be different than the other case, I would love to hear it. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Simon Tzadi Zayin Sif Aleph, Lo Yigahek, one should not burp. And the Ramah explains that, Motzi Migufu Lepiv, he takes out from his body to his mouth, Neficha Mitoch Savo, a breath from his fullness. That's describing someone who burps. Velo Yifahek, and one should not yawn. And the Ramah explains that, Posea Piv, he opens his mouth, Vahotzi Ruach to let out some uh, air from his mouth. So one should not burp and one should not yawn during Shmon Esrei. V'im tzarech lefahek mitoch ones. It's not always in control to, to when you're going to yawn. We'll see also when you burp also. But when I was doing this halach, I also yawned. <laughs> so im tzarech lefahek mitoch ones. If a person has to yawn, you know, by accident in the middle of Shmon Esrei, yaniach yado alpiv, a person should cover his mouth. Shalom seirah psichaso. So people shouldn't see his mouth wide open. And then the Ramah writes, One should be careful not to put his hand on his chin during davening. That's a gaivadik way to daven, to be holding your chin. That's gaivadik. Says the Mishra So we said in the Mechaber that if you need to yawn, so we, we said what you should do is you should cover your mouth. Why don't we say if you need to burp me'ones? So the Mishabura writes, Hu adin debegihuk mitoch ones leke isura. So too, if you have to burp be'ones, it's also not an iser. Umad lo nekato, that which the Mechavah doesn't explain that scenario. Efshir, it could be mishum debo leke chiyuv alaniach yado. It could be in that case, there is no chiyuv to put your hand over your mouth. She'en psichas piv rav kolkach. It goes much faster. A yawn is stretched out, so it's proper covered of tefillah to cover your mouth. But a burp which comes out suddenly and it's very quick, so it could be the Mechaber doesn't mention it because there there's no Indian in covering your mouth because by the time you cover your mouth it could be done. The Gamul is man muat ma'od. 
So A, he says your mouth doesn't open so wide, and two, it goes very fast. Those are two possible reasons why there wouldn't be a requirement to cover your mouth when you are burping during davening. Which is not the case when a person yawns, he opens his mouth very wide and it takes longer, and therefore you should cover your mouth with your hands. In note number one, which is in the back of the Sefer, you don't have to turn there, it's a one-liner. He says, at the time when a person is yawning or burping during davening, the Makor Chaim writes, You should stop your davening. But while you're yawning, sometimes you could continue davening. While you're yawning, you could speak sometimes. That would be, I guess, not proper covered. You should not speak the tefillah out while you are yawning or burping and wait till afterwards. Says in the Mishavura Vaiter in Sifkatan Beis, we said you shouldn't put your hand on your chin during davening. That's a gaivedik way. Hainu lechia tachton. That's the bottom over here, the, the chin. The chazonim ha'usin came b'shas hazemer muter. However, chazonim sometimes they hold their chin. I guess it helps them with their voices to put out their voices better. So they, for them it's muter l'fisheinam iskavim l'gasus. Their kavana there is not for gaiva elo lahanim es nakol just to make their voice more beautiful. Aval shalo b'shas hazemer aser. But even for them, if they're not singing at that point, it would be uh, inappropriate to put your hand on your chin. That's a gaivedik way to be sta- to be uh, to be during davening. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem on Sunday. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any daf in shas including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.